What's going on, everybody? This is Chad. Um, I got my guy Brian and Thomas. This is the Abstract Square Podcast. Welcome. This is episode one. Can you believe that, guys? Believe it. We're here. After, <laughs> after numerous attempts and several failures, episode one is here. Wow. So do you remember the first time we attempted to do a podcast? Yeah, yeah I remember. It was in my apartment in Jersey City. <laughs> <laughs> my fridge made that weird noise that oh wow, we didn't know it made that noise until we listened to the recording. So right. yeah. Right. And we Much had better. a we had a cheap mic. Yeah, it was terrible. We had a cheap mic and what ha- and then Thomas tried to like edit it himself. He thought he was like parks <laughs> on the boards. <laughs> Yeah, I tried to edit it myself, and then I realized, wait, no, I do other things well, but not this. <laughs> and then we attempted a second time. What was that like? I wasn't there for the second time. Nah, you were. We tried a second time at your crib. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So we had the same problems. Then. <laughs> <It wasn't laughs> you had the same problems. Yeah, you know what else? I think I was way too angry during that time of my life, yeah. and it really didn't fit. It felt like I was like... Uh, Malcolm X doing a podcast. <laughs> you were planning and doing a lot of things. Yeah, weddings and jobs and everything. It was crazy. Yeah, your life was a mess, <laughs> a complete mess. And then we attempted about two weeks ago, and Brian, you weren't there. It was just Thomas and myself. Intimate. <laughs> Intimate, but incredible conversation. Great but- conversation. A flop, nonetheless. <laughs> Straight flop. Okay. Well, but here we are. Third we, times a charm. Third times a charm. Mm-hmm. And we're kicking off episode one. Let's 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 you know set it off right. Tell me what's going on. How was everyone's week? It's you know it's the end of the week. How was it? What happened, Brian? <sighs> I mean, what didn't happen? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Um, no, I think a lot of my focus was on work. I was consumed with what was going on over there. You know, young black guy in the tech industry trying to pave his way. And, um, you know, you often run into things that could get you to maybe be aggressive or more aggressive than you want to be. <laughs> um, so it was a battle of holding a lot of those emotions back, but I would say that's the highlight, really, of, of the week. I mean, we had a little snow, you know. True. Uh, you know, some flirting with um, staying home, but at the most part, it was work, and, and that was it. Sounds boring. Maybe we can dig deeper. Maybe I need some <laughs> liquor to get into it. Um, but... It it might come out later on, but got it. Work was was the top of mind. All right, Thomas, talk to me. How was your week, man? My week was extraordinary, exemplary, stellar. Okay. Um, can I get more big words if I can? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I had a great week. One of my closest friends had his baby shower. Hey, it looked like a wedding. Um, <laughs> what? You know how black people do, man. You know, <laughs> he's getting married next year though, so he's not the typical kind of like. Uh, you know, black person that's never getting married but decided to have a baby shower that looks like a wedding. He just happened to do both. Um, and all of his friends bought bottles of rosé instead of cigars. It was something different. I didn't know we had our own thing going on. <laughs> I didn't know we had our own thing going on, but it was beautiful. I was happy for him. He took great pictures. He wore those low-top Gucci sneakers that said loved, and I was like, yeah, you could have got the right. high-top ones. Oh, wow. Um, so did he do a gender reveal as well? Um, He was supposed to. 
Because that's the thing now. So is that a Pinterest thing? Like, I I, I need to understand this. Where did that come from? Like, where is this popping the pinata? Somebody popping out a cake, busting balloons. I need to understand where this gender reveal concept came from. I think people just look for an excuse to party once they get old and have nothing else to do. It's kind of like St. Patrick's Day or Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, it's like let's just add another celebration to the calendar. Hey, I'm having a boy. Let's be happy. Or a girl. It. Either way, we're going to be happy, right? I hate it. What are the baby shower rules? So you have a baby shower for the first one, but then not the second oh, oh, one? Oh, wait. I'm sorry. I stopped because this is hilarious. Hilarious story, right? So in the baby shower, they had this game where there was a baby in the middle of the ice. What? <laughs> so the women all had ice in their mouths and had to suck the baby out of it. Awesome. And you know me. I can't think straight. All I see is these ladies... <laughs> With ice in their mouth and just sucking it until it's dry. And then there's a girl on my table said, I don't approve of this game. It is inappropriate. I'm like, it is, but I want to watch. <laughs> These celebrations, man, they can get nasty. I mean, you got to think about the 63-year-old lady and the 23-year-old lady next to each other. With ice in their mouth. Right shoulder to right shoulder. Just sucking until the baby comes out. I've never heard of that. You know what I said to the lady next to me? I said, this is not right. What if somebody <laughs> swallows the kid? <laughs> Great, great, great sounds. I guess that's why we have it, right? Oh, my gosh. That's why we have it. What was her response, though? I'm curious. She just laughed and she understood that I was a perv of of sorts. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I don't get to be a perv nine days out of ten, so, you know. So that's it. Yeah. That was the highlight. I'm sorry for cutting you off that (laughs) one. But that moment was a moment. I didn't want to forget. Oh, wow. Nah, I've what if you heard. swallow the kids, old lady? <laughs> oh my gosh, she's probably done that. I mean, <laughs> I mean, she has no disrespect. Grandchildren, you know, like, she so probably has. Point. Wait, time out. You can't say she's probably swallowed the kids and no disrespect in the same sentence. <laughs> it, no, it's that's true. Part of life. It's, it's like, true. Uh, I mean, kids get swallowed. Kids get slaughtered. <laughs> that's pigs. Sorry, I'm confused. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Wow. So, so that was that was your week. I mean, that was Sunday. If you want to talk the rest of the week. <laughs> oh, my gosh. The rest of the week was kind of cool, too. You know, Just like Brian, a lot of work, a lot of not paying anyone attention that thinks that I care about them. Uh, at work, at home, I pay attention to her all the, all the time. Babe, I love you. Um, but <laughs> everyone else, I didn't pay much attention yeah, to. Yeah, clear that up. So, don't need these problems at home. <laughs> Definitely I, don't. I chat, so how was, how was your week? Talk oh, to, man. I mean, it, my week was interesting. I, so I'm I'm gonna go back to Saturday. Mm. I know it's not a part of this week, but I wanna I wanna touch on Saturday because uh, as a retired sneaker mm. addict, you're not retired. That was bro. a Saturday. Stop you it. Had. Oh, you my. had a Saturday. Stop it. Oh, <laughs> oh my god, so that was Saturday. Okay. Saturday. So thank you to Brian. He gave me the heads up on a location that would have a pair of sneakers, the Air Max. 98s, Air Max 98s, the cones. And I said, I have to have these. So I get up early and I head to Jersey City and I said to myself, no one's looking for these sneakers, right? So I get there and apparently the store opens at 11 o'clock. I am there by 10 o'clock, which means I have a full hour of sitting in my which I what I thought was a full hour of sitting in my vehicle waiting to the store open but no 1020 comes and a line starts to form because there are a pair of Jordan 9s releasing the same day 
all black ones. The all black ones. And I said, I still have to get in line because I don't know if they're here for those or the Air Max 98s. Mind you, I'm in Jersey City. So I get in line and I'm already uncomfortable because I'm a grown ass <laughs> man in line for a pair of sneakers <laughs> that I know that in the all I hear the entire time is my wife saying, you shouldn't get those sneakers. Blah, blah, blah. You shouldn't spend your money. So that's all I hear the entire time in this line. <laughs> so as the line starts to thicken, there are a bunch of goons mm. and their soldiers just cutting the line. And I'm by myself. And I say to myself, if I tell one of these guys, yo, you cut the line, I'm getting punched in my face. <laughs> I am too old for this. Yeah, you're a little too old to get punched in your face. I am too old to go into... Yeah. when you go home to your daughter and be like, oh, yeah, daddy got decked. Yeah, and <laughs> not only that, but walking into work on Monday... Nah, you're working from home. Let's, let's be real. <laughs> <laughs> for the next two weeks. Yo, you're ice on the high. This whole time, I'm like, this is a very dangerous situation. There's a guy out here with an ankle bracelet on and his goons and... There are Yukons outside of the sneaker store. Wait, I'm wait, like, wait, wait. So why does the does the Yukon go with this description? I don't understand. Are you just against American cars? No, I own one. Oh yeah, you're right. I can't even get you with that one. Uh, Sorry. So I say. So first off, there's one guy. He approaches me and goes, "Yo, are you in line for the Jordans?" I say, "Nah." <laughs> What size are you? I'm like, <laughs> really? AKA his pack, his pockets just got tapped. My pockets <laughs> low key get tapped, and I'm like, okay, I'm not here for the Jordans. And then when I, he's like, what you here for? I said the Air Maxes. And he's like, what Air Maxes? <laughs> Let me see a picture. I'm like, what? <laughs> he asked you for a picture. Asked me for a picture. <laughs> you didn't tell me all of this though. No, nah, me neither. Yes, yeah, you a photo. He asked me for a photo. Wait, wait, wait. So the same a... guy that taps your pocket. So let me see a picture. Yeah. Yeah. I'm solo, but he's got his soldiers with him. I'm like, like you in middle school, yo. I'm like legit outnumbered here, picking up what I thought was gonna be like a a pair of sneakers no one else wanted, right? So I, I finally <laughs> I get into the store because the store is only letting two people in at a time. Buy them, and I'm thinking to myself, yo, when I walk out this store, I'm about, to get I'm about to get popped, and I can't go home like this. It's too early on a Saturday. <laughs> I got to take my daughter to swim class. This is so honest it's, to swim class. That is oh, it. my gosh. Like, could you imagine the conversations that I have to have between my eye, my eye being black and going back to normal the next, what, I don't know. I've never been punched in my eye. Me neither. What, does it take a week? I don't know. Oh, Whatever know. it is, it's way too long for my lifestyle. I know ice is cold and doesn't belong in your face. <laughs> <laughs> so that was my week. And I said to myself, I'm never, ever doing this again. So you retired for real? For real? I or, am done. If I only cannot, online? I cannot get in line anymore. I'm too grown for this. I can't you this for years. You're getting too I'm, much money to be I'm gonna talking about let me stand online. I, I'm just going to spend the extra $40 to... Just pay the premium through some guy waiting in the back back room of Foot Locker. <laughs> you know what? That's like going to the barbershop. We're too, way too old to go to a barbershop. That's true. 
That's nasty. No. Yeah, we're too old for that. Nah, I'm not nah, going to the barbershop. Nah, nah, nah. I'm too old to I, Nah, I disagree. What you mean? Barbershop is culture. Barbershop is culture, but to a certain point, it's like the culture I don't want to be around anymore. Like, I love my people, but sometimes it just smells like too much weed, Hennessy, and cigarettes at the same time. Mm-hmm. And I don't really want to be there when my house smells like lavender. It smells like the Cosmopolitan, Cosmopolitan Hotel half the time. I really don't want to. Yeah, I I don't know. I think we're too old to stand in a barbershop. Yeah, like I don't want to go in and got to pay extra money to skip somebody because I don't want to be there all day. Right. That's I, one thing you will be there. All day. You'll be there all day. You're just losing money just you sitting know, there on a Saturday. And it's unfortunate because I think barbers, they they haven't evolved. You know, like barbers, they have been the same for years. They will <laughs> be there late. <laughs> they will stop in the middle of your haircut. Do push-ups. Talk to the baby mother. Take Talk to the baby mother. Stop in the middle and text someone or have a full conversation or eat lunch. Like, they haven't evolved in decades. So it's like, I don't have time for that. My last barber had a coke habit and a baby mama that lived upstairs. That's that's it's explaining your hairline right now. <laughs> Listen, man. What is that? Hymns? Hymns is the new thing right yeah, now? Yeah, for hymns, man. I need to get this hymns going, man. <laughs> Shout out that to Why are you telling me your barber had a drug problem, man? Yo, his name is Koki. <laughs> Koki. Koki. My barber had a drug problem, too. Yo, He sold crack straight out the back of the store. I remember this, too. Mine and, bought it. And as a young kid, like, you don't realize what's going on until you, yeah. you see it. Like, he would stop. I remember his name is, uh, we're just going to call him C. Call him out. Carl. <laughs> Carl. I remember Carl, yo. Had a jerry curl. You know, had a few teeth missing. But he could cut. Like, he could really cut. Problem is, he was selling to the fiends. He would go back in the back room. They would come in. They'd do what they got to do. He'd come back out and continue shaping me up. Wow. See, I'm hearing two mistakes from both of y'all. One had a drug problem. Yours had a jerry curl. I'm not getting my (laughs) hair cut by anybody. But here's the thing. I was was 12 and under. Like, it was my mom taking me to to Carl. And now I put it together. Yeah, I see that he was slanging. (laughs) I had Lonnie in the hood when I was when I was a kid getting haircuts. Mm. My brother go, walks into Lonnie one day and says, "Lonnie, I want to get two half moon parts in my hair." My brother gets a full moon in the middle of his head. <laughs> oh my god! A full circle. Yo, my barber's name was Cornbread. What? <laughs> <laughs> you understand why we can't go to the barber shop anymore, man? This is crazy. Cornbread. Cornbread. Yes. With, did he have you Earl in the next chair? <laughs> right. You ask him how we get that name? I never knew how he got that name. All I knew he was a dread. Like pure. That doesn't make any sense. I know. Cornbread is a dread? Yeah. Did he have a name for short? Nah. <laughs> Not even bread. Like it was, you called him cornbread, yo. When I we when we would call to get a cut, it'd be like, Can I speak to cornbread? <laughs> Mad iron skillets in the crib, yo. <laughs> like, pizza, cornbread is crazy. right. Yes, cornbread. But anyway, did you guys have a chance to catch the last episode of Atlanta? Sure Fire. Did. Thoughts. Sure did. Still amazing show. Accurate, relevant, but unapology. Unapolog. Uh, you know what I'm trying to Jetic, say. man. Yeah. <laughs> With man. no apologies. <laughs> say the no, damn word. We're going to have word. to cut that out. But <laughs> say the regardless, damn like, word. he's telling his perspective. He's telling his story for us without regard. Yeah. There's, not, there's no sugarcoating. He's just telling it as it is. And I appreciate that. You know what it is? I think 
for us, we all lived in Atlanta, right? So I think there's that connection Major for part. us, right? Like yeah. understanding, like when when Earn had the money and he couldn't spend it anywhere, the entire time I was saying to myself, just go to the strip club the entire time. And I think you only understand that when you've lived the Atlanta lifestyle. There's nowhere else to go. There's in Atlanta, there's nowhere else to go. No. And 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 feel comfortable? No. Which is so sad. But it's nowhere else to go nah. but Onyx or Magic City. But probably Onyx. It feel a little safer. And the fact that, you know, he's actually putting Follies. The spots, you know? Yeah. Calling it out. And actually not just like making up an Onyx, like actually being at Onyx. The real and, right, spot. the real yeah. Onyx. In the real parking lot. Like. Right. And that Onyx parking lot, if you've never seen it, is huge. It's like being at the mall, but you're going to see nothing but... If you can park there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In contrast to Magic City's parking lot, which I went to last week, it's like you can't even park anywhere. It'd be like 9 o'clock in the, in the evening, and it's like $50 to park your car. You it's like park on Peter Street. Like, you got to... Damn, you got to park on Peter Street. Man. <laughs> it's park... like Magic City is like the easiest place to get robbed. It's he... the easiest place ever because you can't park unless you pay a lot of money. Right. It's I parked in my, my homeboy's club. And then walked over there, and it's like, I'm probably going to get robbed at both clubs. Like, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I think Atlanta touches on topics that um, other shows just aren't capable of touching on. Like, the fact that Van was able to say, catching someone red-handed and make that joke. Yeah. I was like, mm-hmm. that's crazy. That was a good joke. Mm-hmm. I also like how he started the whole episode with something that actually happened. Right. And, you know, mimicked it to the point where you knew what it was and made a parody of, you know, how crazy it was and, you know, kind of weaved it into his story. Right. And it really, I mean, yeah, it had a little bit to do with the the episode, but it still was done to prove a point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's the part that it's like, it's random, but it still does make a lot of sense when he's going through that episode. Who's, Who's one character on the show you wanted to see evolve more? I want to see, um, I actually want to see Paperboy evolve a little bit more. Like, I know he's, you know, a dope boy rapper or whatever, but I think there's a lot more going on behind that. And I think he's hilarious because not only does he know how to act, but his facial expressions, his looks, the way that he reacts to certain things, I I feel like it's real life. And I want to see him evolve a little bit more because I think he's a talented dude. (laughs) Yeah. You know what it is about Paperboy? You know, he's he's, uh, your typical artist, right? Like someone that doesn't have the look. Mm -hmm. And he says it on the show. You know, he said it. He was like, yo, I don't have the look to do the commercials. You know, he's and then Homeboy was like, got the yoo-hoo. <laughs> and that's I think that's the evolution of Paperboy seeing him become an artist that grows and I think that's the uh the the great piece about his character that I think maybe season 3 or 4 that we'll be able to see I which I hope I hope well, I, I think that Paperboy is I don't want to see him evolve like I think that he is He's the intelligent one out of the crew, even though Ern is perceived as the intelligent one. Mm-hmm. Because Ern comes to him and says, hey, I need advice. And Ern is the one that like has a little bit of brain. right? Who right. I want to see evolve is Ern's baby mother. Man. I want to see her get her life together. Because she doesn't believe in this man that continues to like win at the end of the day. And it's like she really just 
plays him for a sucker, but he's intelligent. He's focused. He has a dream, and she just wants us to like live a regular life. Sounds like Atlanta to me. It sounds like yeah, Atlanta. We'll just call we'll just call her Atlanta. Yeah, you know, like <laughs> that sounds like the typical yeah. Atlanta experience that I've had. Yeah, you know, like their life is just okay. Right, right, and exactly why I want to see her evolve. Right, life is just okay. Meanwhile, you have this dreamer of a man that's. You know, can either win big or lose big, and you're just like okay with like right in the middle. And I, don't, I think that's who I want to see evolve, in mm-hmm. general, right? Not just on the show, but just in life, right? Like our people. I hear that. Okay. All right, that's cool. I don't know. I'm not really interested in seeing Van evolve. I'm interested in seeing women evolve in general. Why? No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of foul. I don't really mean it like that. I don't mean like... Wow, that was a really... It was stupid, and I take it back. What I really meant to say was... On the screen? I was thinking of certain women in general that we've had problems with, like the one that we saw on Instagram with the green pants on (laughs) that decided to do... What do you call those? A little Uh, bouncy exercise she did and just decided to show her little green box through her pants. Keggles? Kegels? Kegels? Nah. I don't it looked know. like she was doing like the butterfly stretch. Yeah, yeah like a butterfly go. stretch. Yeah. Like, what makes you butterfly stretch on Instagram? You need to evolve. Yeah. That's yeah. kind of crazy. That is crazy. Well, so much for that. What, Jeez. the butterfly? Yeah. It, the fact that, I won't, that, it was, that it won't leave my mind lets me know that, like, I have problems. <laughs> Do you want to talk about them here? Or, <laughs> I mean, I don't want to like go through therapy with y'all. I, I kind of just want to not see women decide to butterfly stretch on Instagram and set your phone perfectly so that we can see the very midsection of your like torso. It's just not for me. So, if your wife did that, there's tomorrow. no if. There's no if. All right, DJ Envy. No DJ Envy, don't talk about my wife. There's no if. You know, Honestly, that's how I felt just now. I got a little upset. <laughs> you should have seen it. Thomas just, looked at me crazy. Like, is Jesus talking to me right now? <laughs> I apologize. You should talk about them. I'm not. Yo, let's, let's go to what? that. Let's get to that right now. All right. So, all right. So we have a group chat going on, right? And um, I had no clue of this happened. And Brian in the group chat says, "Yo, have you seen this DJ Envy video?" And Luckily, I'm working from home, so it's easily accessible for me to go to YouTube and check it out. And I was so confused. And I'm like, what's happening? And I've never seen DJ Envy this tight before. So I he, he explains why. And I took a step back, and I'm like, it's not that serious for me. So for those who don't know, explain why DJ Envy was that heated. So... Disa Samero essentially said, <laughs> they said that his wife was there for the check. Right? So. That's crazy. Envy had an issue because he said that, though, that was disrespectful. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, uh, okay, if you feel it's disrespectful, you have the right to feel that way. But they, they in my opinion, they genuinely apologized. And that's when it should have been over, but Envy couldn't let it go, which was crazy. Yeah, because I bet you his wife didn't let it go. I got to go back home to this. Yeah, it triggered something. Yeah, it, it definitely triggered something. deeper than a little diss, right? Like, and you know that's what they do. That they, they know how to get under people's skin. That's just – and right. even to back that up, 
you were on the, the whatever it is, the the, the real, the real, or whatever it was, talking about it in a tuxedo in public. jacket, which is crazy, a tuxedo jacket, a white one, so nasty. <laughs> I really don't. I mean, I don't really understand why he's that mad. Yo, when he's out do you here know what's crazy? So I went on his Instagram, and I, you know, he posted like the the pre the pre roll of the show, mm-hmm. and he says. I want y'all to have that same energy when y'all come on the show. That same energy. Like, if I'm telling someone, y'all need you to have that same energy when I see you. So I think, I thought that he was talking about, I want you to have that same energy that you had when you were on your show. Because, all right, so Mm -hmm. they had their little spat at the breakfast club. He left and went out the room. And then Desus and Meryl that day, later that day, taped their show. And went in on envy. It wasn't no apologies. It wasn't, you know, they were going in on him all the way. Mm-hmm. That's when envy, after that, texted, "Oh, I wish you had the same energy when I saw you." So, aka, ah. like, don't be fake. If you're gonna talk shit, talk shit to my face. Right. Don't apologize, <clears throat> and then you know, on your show, go back and be talking shit. But the fact is, he walked out the fucking room. So. Right. All bets are off. Like, right. You're not. You, you know, can't even feel the energy yeah. when you walk out the room. Well, I thought that was kind of whack. He was corny for that. Like, you can't walk out the room. Like, if you got a problem with somebody, you can't walk out the room. And especially if you no, are. No, 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 no. You can't be. He's at his job. <laughs> that is true. I might have to walk out the room if I'm at work. If he can't handle it. But the fact is he. He's being in the street. I'm snuffing you, right? Like, it's just going down. But I'm at, I'm at work. You really think Envy was gone? Snuff one of them. He's from Queens. We're not playing with y'all. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Don't let this light skin stuff fool you. That's the same Queens dude walked out the room. At work. What would you do at work if a personality said something to you wrong at the job? But here's the thing. He could have... My, my thing is he could have addressed it before in the green room. He could have right. addressed it off the camera. Facts. But he decided to do it whether it was producers or whoever else's, you know idea on camera so if you were ready to address it on camera i believe you should have been ready to sit there and take it and continue to interview not walk out right because you know what's That's crazy what, you know what's crazy when he walked out the room they had more jokes they thought it was it worse comedy but you didn't you didn't feel as if they were a little bit nervous making those jokes they didn't really no. feel no i thought that was i thought that, that was, was them. i don't know i mean when you corny you sound corny That's yo what it is. the fact that angela yee and charlamagne had jokes too Yo, the fact that they even thought about sitting in Envy's chair while he was gone is wild. Oh, I didn't wild. catch that part. Yeah, so Charlemagne was like, yeah, let's just pan onto the empty chair real quick. And Angela Yee said, yeah, you know, that's him. He gets mad when it comes to certain stuff. He gets emotional. Like, so they confirmed, you know, right. that he was in his he was, feelings. He was in his she feelings. saw that DJ Envy check, though. I'm not going for that. You don't think so? No, that's not, that's not cool for me. That's my wife. Like, you're not going to say that to me. Because you're insinuating that she's with me for this, like, and he, publicly on television. So you think those comments weren't in his Instagram post at all, ever in life? But it's not that. It's what I gotta live with now. After you said that online, on TV, publicly, like it's shareable. Okay, you publicly admitted to cheating on her. What do you pick? Would you rather publicly tell your wife you cheated on her, or publicly tell the world that she's here for the check? Well, honestly, probably cheat on her because then I can blame myself a lot more. 
but like this is directly having to do with her. Like it means that she is not the good person, not me. I can deal with not being a good person. I can't deal with my wife not being a good person. But he cleared it up, right? So he had his chance to speak. You're a nice guy. And he cleared it up, right? Yeah, you are. But <laughs> he cleared it up. If you believe that. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the part where, you know, I thought it was a genuine apology, even though we know it was still like. I don't know why everyone says that. It didn't feel genuine at all to me. It did. It felt like I'm a little bit like. Uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. Yeah. So let me say something that doesn't make me look soft. That's how it felt to me. Because you want camera and you want I'm on camera and I don't want to look soft in this interview. Like, I have no... I can see that. I, I, man, I don't know. I, I just smelled... I just smelled... Uh, I so what rubs you wrong way? Talk to me about Corny and, and, and Desus and Mero. Like, you one of the first people I've heard... Nah, probably not. This, probably like the second or third that's like, yo, they corny. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't bang with them or... Because I used to like them. Mm-hmm. Early Twitter... Complex days, even yeah. I thought they were cool, but it's just gotten to the point where it's these voices are really annoying, <laughs> and it just like it doesn't feel authentic. It doesn't feel like the Bronx to me whatsoever. And guess what? I'll go tomorrow. We just mm. talked about my barber Koki. Guess what? He's in the Bronx. He doesn't sound anything like this. This comedian dudes. Like, it just doesn't feel authentic. Mm. And I'm big on us being authentic because when we do it, you know, we put out good movies. <laughs> Right. Billions of dollars. Right. Otherwise, we just like coons and talk about radio personalities, families. And I don't, I don't think that's... If you're really authentic, you know better than to do that. Mm. You know? One of the biggest things about our community is we actually love each other. Right. We actually take care of each other, make sure everyone's good. Right? And they don't, they don't, they don't come off that way at all. I feel that way about Charlemagne. Me too. I think, I think he's a complete like... I feel that way about Charlemagne. I like Charlemagne. How? Because it gives you a realistic view. He's in my eyes. He's logical, logically ignorant. I can agree with that. And I'm not for ignorance at all. Yeah, but he's got the same issue that Kanye has. It's it's not what you say; it's how you say it. And his delivery sucks. But if you if you if you unpeel the layers to his delivery and just listen to the actual content, there's so many levels to it. Yeah, he definitely makes a, a good attempt at making sense. But I also question why he's saying what he's saying. If you're a descendant of Wendy Williams, the queen mm. of petty, the queen of starting shit just to start it, I can't trust your word because I always question why you're saying what you're saying. Is it for the likes? Is it for the views? Wait. Is it for the, you know. So you never agree with any of his donkey donkeys of the day? No, I can't say that I've never agreed with his you know, any of his donkeys of the day, but a lot of it is why he's saying it, right? Like, maybe we can get into the Monique thing and, and all I that mean, stuff. I mean, that's that's my, that's that and the, um, the Afro-Latina thing come to mind immediately where he was just completely ignorant to what was going on. But on per- I feel like on, to a fault on purpose, right? Like, I think he knows better, but he's going to continue to play that lane because that's what's going to make him money. That's what, that's what he is. That's his character, right? Yeah. I kinda, I've been over that. I'd hope not, because that is a a real detriment to our culture. If you're just gonna say, you know what, let me give some shock value instead of giving some intelligence, it doesn't work for me. And so I think also it's it's you know we can get into the to the black women and how he don't give a fuck. He'll you know give donkey today to the most respectable woman like yeah. Monique. And if we supposed to bring each other up, that's the shit I don't like. Yeah, because you're bringing other people down, 
And, you know, don't get me wrong, syndicated radio is syndicated radio, but we know who listens, you know? Right. And so I don't like that that attitude. You know, that's the only thing that bothers me. I don't feel that way about these. I think they're just, you know, two dudes from the Bronx that joke. Yeah. But they started teetering in that way once they hit Vice. Right, right. And so that's where I see, your, you know, your point. Yeah, and we, you and I have been talking about this for years now. I've been anti-Vice, anti-complex, five years probably plus. It just yeah. doesn't translate. So what I know is authentic yeah. at all. Well, it's not because we know who runs it. Right. You know? So, yeah, now we know who runs it. I mean, do we ever not know? Well, in the beginning, I think it was it would there was more authenticity to it, but now there's corporate backing behind right. it. Right. Mm-hmm. It's a different so level of it's it's a different level now. So like now, I don't really agree with Vice, and I don't really agree with the moves of Complex. So what do we agree with then? Like, what's a good media outlet that we think portrays the authentic well i think there's new ones coming out um like uh Praz has one that's really? coming right um which is specifically geared towards us uh, people of color i think that one has an opportunity to be something um new to the market but uh it's it's far few in between you know like i think there's there's an opportunity as long as it's backed by the right people you know, which is interesting for me because, you know, well, okay, so we can look at Revolt, right? Like, that's a that's a, an outlet. Um, but I, I still think there's a gap there. So much potential. So much potential, but yeah, there's but a lack, gap. But a lack of talent, right? Like, we know that we know personally because we're all very close to those industries, right? Like, the talent that comes through a Revolt is the same talent that came through a record label, right? When you and the three of us here know the talent that goes through our technology companies is a totally different level, and no disrespect to any like uh, record label executives or managers or whatever the case may be, but it's a very different POV, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we know things on a very different level. Yeah. So you can't expect the revolt to really shine if you're not, you know, looking for the proper talent. Yeah, I mean, it takes money, and I think yeah, that's yeah. one piece that uh that's missing from revolt. You know, like I've spoken to a few people. And the money is definitely short over there. I've been um I've been plowing through pause um the undefeated. Now plow through bro, don't pause that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the undefeated, um, you know, it's basically a blog, sports, culture. You it's know, dope. HBCU, but it's still backed and funded by ESPN. Is it? I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. It's dope though. I like it. So there's I think there's subsets that are starting to pop up, but Independent-wise, I don't know of anything else, you know? There was something the, else that started I can't think of that was... I can't think of it. I'll, I'll look it up. Uh, Ble- Blevity? No, but they got some money, which is good. I'm, I'm happy for yeah. them. Blevity, and they yeah. started grinding out here years ago. Yeah. Shout out to Blevity. So what's up with Snapchat, man? So, I mean, recently, I don't know if it was Snapchat or a content provider posted a slap Rihanna or punch Chris Brown. Oh, wow. I saw that. Animation poll kind of to like vote right, right. on that. And, you know, Rihanna, Rihanna clapped back, kind of said a message about them actively promoting or supporting domestic violence after all she's been through, after everything that's been going on. And um, I actually saw a... Headline that said that shares drop 
I'm looking at that right now. Wow. So that's crazy. I think this is down I mean, 3.6%, by the way. <laughs> it's it's the be- I mean the beginning of the end came at the IPO, but I still think it's really it really might be over for Snapchat. One, of course, they're not really keeping up with the times. Two, you got evil corporation Zuckerberg. I hear copying feature for feature. <laughs> As he should. That's gangster, on by the, the way. the same platform. <laughs> so, I mean, I think it's over for Snapchat. I, I can give it to the end of 2018 before they shut it down. Oh, the end been, of 2018. Before they shut it down. My friends still work there, man. We can't do that. <laughs> I mean, I, I want your friends to flourish, but. <laughs> They'll be all right. Wow, yeah. that's a that's a short timeline. It's It's only March. That's a short timeline. That's still for a short timeline for all that money. Right. All right, maybe 2019. All right, fine. But right, because oh, that's right. This isn't the first time the stock has dropped, didn't? Kent like Kardashian, Kylie. Yeah. Yeah, the stock's dropped when Kylie said, "Hey, I don't use it as much anymore." And then now it's dropping again. That's crazy. It's kind of suck when your influencers like have that much power over your business. Right. They're not even like employees or decision makers. They're just like, ah, I'm done with this. Now, right. I I do believe in their power of innovation and the their thought process to kind of understand what makes the social world tick. But there's only so much you could do in this time, in this day and age. You know, like what more can you really do to stay ahead? Not much. That's so, true. Yeah, the only way to stay ahead is to continue to create original content, in my opinion. And if your influencers don't like you, that content is quiet it's super quiet <laughs> but then to y'all point like people forget because like yeah i know somebody's in h&m right now no <laughs> i don't Shopping. think so are no we, that not? is not true i saw a girl on the street today one of us holding clutching a small <laughs> h&m bag yeah. and i looked at her super <laughs> crazy and it, it almost felt like she didn't want to look me dead in my eye because she knew i'm like girl she you was in the sunken look. place you better she answer knew. me <laughs> You better answer me. Like, that is so crazy. And it's so funny because I'm talking to, I was talking to one of my friends over the weekend, and we were both like, man, I could go for an HM t shirt right now. You know, but we were like, nope, sorry. You know, because I, I've even had to check myself. Like, all right, we, we, we still mad at HM? Yeah, you've asked me that, bro. I've, I've asked yeah. both of y'all that. You doing this? Are we, are we doing HM or not? Nah, you know? And then what's crazy is what just recently happened. Where they're trying to like steal art from artists, like street art. Yeah. So it's like okay. shout out to Gucci, by the way. <laughs> well, at least Gucci took the opportunity to involve Dapper Dan with a little pressure. Speaking from a of that, that's big ex- I'm very excited about that. <laughs> yeah. So what just is, are they really doing a, a biopic or a, a movie or something like that? I mean, on? they opened up a, a location already for Dapper Dan. Yeah. yeah, and they're doing they're doing a movie on him. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad to see that. Happen. Is that all translation doing all of it, or I don't know if it's all translation. I don't know. If, I don't know if this. I don't care. Style, I'm just happy but... it's being done. <laughs> Me too. That's how I feel. You know, man. like yeah. that. That's long overdue. You know, and I hope they do this movie right. I need to. I need to really. I, I need to really see Dapper Dan's Dapper Dan's involvement in fashion, right? And I want to see how he was able to translate that over into the street culture, yeah. because that's huge for New York. It's, it's huge for the like. Hip hop in general, yeah, not even just hip hop, you know, because the, Mike Tyson spent so much money with him, yeah. So it, and he it, snuffed somebody too, by the way. <laughs> outside, I forgot who it was. Yeah, it was another outside. boxer, yeah. but shout out to Mike. He so he was involved in black culture from 
a legal and an illegal perspective. Yeah. And one thing that stands true, at least from my my understanding, was he was well respected. Mm-hmm. You know, like that is huge. I think that's huge in our culture in general, just the word respect, right? And I think that's why I'm not a big fan of that whole thing with Jesus and Miro. Like, we respect each other on a different level. Like, even that's why we have the term OG, right? Like, we respect people. Right. It's it kind of sucks that mm-hmm. not everyone just that's culture. Yeah, that term OG is dying. Yeah, it is. You know, because like everyone's like a young young OG now. Everyone's I think a young that, OG. I think that's silly. I hate it because respect is dying, which is the worst thing that could happen. Yeah, you know what else I'm excited about, movie TV wise? Roxanne, Roxanne. Yes. I want to see this Roxanne Shante. As long as they do it right. I mean, when you mess up, when you mess up hip hop biopics or biopics, <laughs> however you want to say it, I really get pissed off. How you feel about Tupac? Hate it. I really. <laughs> So what was the song that he was playing in the car before he got shot up? Did that it was, was Black, that? Blackberry Molasses. Blackberry Molasses? Which that, is fire. Like, really? The wait, fact wait, that they pointed... Is that pointed, what you call a song? Yes. Yes, Bobby V. Yeah, Bobby Valentino. Yeah. yeah. She best friend. <laughs> <laughs> you sleep? 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 Sleepers? Wait, was that song really the song that, that was played before he was shot? <laughs> Nobody knows. You know, like, I had... I, I walked Nobody away from knows. that movie saying to myself, I have so many questions. You know, like, that movie really pissed me off. I, I was so upset by that movie. At least the Biggie movie was much more, like, relevant. Yeah, you know, well. like, there was... The only part, the only pieces about the Biggie movie I didn't really like was... I I thought that uh, Lil' Kim was terrible, which is Notori. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, but I thought yeah, that was like... Please. A terrible Lil' Kim depiction, and I was not feeling the Faith Evans either. You know, like those. But other than that, I really enjoyed Notorious. I enjoyed that movie. That was a good movie. That was a connection for me. But Tupac? No, don't get me wrong. The per- the guy who played Tupac did a really great job because if you weren't looking at the screen, you'd be like, that's Tupac. You think he would have had more of a connection with the Tupac movie if you were from the West Coast? Because. Equally, I mean, people could argue that they weren't the best movies, but I know I had a bigger connection with, or you know, more of a connection with the Biggie movie because I'm from right. the East Coast, right? Right. That it was real. Yeah, yeah. But um, I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully, hopefully they do those two movies right. Those two movies are important, are very important to the culture, mm-hmm. and I think um, our youth need to understand that, you know, uh, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang is not, um where we should be with the culture it is truly understanding Man, dapper dan talks about exclusion right like he only exists because we were excluded right that's so huge to like like let people know at scale hey you know we took lemons and made lemonade facts mm-hmm. and it evolved remember the early 2000s we evolved the whole dapper dan culture and started applying it to sneakers and said on Jadakiss videos, knock yourself out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like it's it's evolved, and now uh, I, I feel like fashion can cannot survive without us. They need us. It'll never survive. What you mean? It's, it's ingrained. You know, like there's there's things that are gonna come back and recycle and. They'll reinvent and say that the stairs and I mean in fashion right now, the biggest shoe that's going on is like a grandfather orthopedic looking shoe. That's not us. And that's the biggest thing that's going on right now. Don't get me started. <laughs> is that are those shoes that horrible? 
they look like Skechers. All I, of them. I, I really, really. Balenciaga, Gucci. Who else is doing these things? Adidas is doing it by itself. Uh, everyone is doing this Chanel. terrible looking sneaker, and I wish it would just go away. I want it to die yesterday. <laughs> I want this sneaker to die. I want really it to feel, burn yeah, and die. It's that. nasty. It looks crazy. There's no way you running from anybody. In that <laughs> he a thousand dollars shoe. He a thousand dollars shoe. No. I don't even know if you can get through security check at the airport with that sneaker. <laughs> so trash. I wouldn't let you in anywhere with that sneaker. Are we going like brand for brand trash. Trash. Like all of them. All of them. I don't care. I want this bulky sneaker thing. <laughs> it's to not die. culture. It's not culture though. No, it's not. There's culture. no way you you in a skinny jean in a. A sneaker that looks Them like fucking a fucking moon shoes, yo. Looks like Play-Doh on your foot. Is it's, that the is that the power of Kanye? Did Kanye get old and want to be a dad and then just like make dad sneakers cool? But even Kanye, I mean, dad sneakers are dad sneakers, right? But the the oh, the extra big ass shoes, like I don't even think Kanye can go that far. I mean, he went far with that Calabasas shoe, the Reebok that he turned into an Adidas. I wanted to die. <laughs> What yeah. if the kill myself like Yeezys or like to ye- die? I want that sneaker to die. It's done. It's a wrap. <laughs> so it been black, and I started crying. Like you got a second release. Reebok. <laughs> he definitely took a Reebok and put an Adidas logo. I on want. It. I want Kanye to be innovative. What's the last time? When's the last time you think he was innovative from the footwear? I. I want Kanye to okay, so Red October's? Yeah. Culture. No, 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 no. You know why? Because that that shoe was curated through other Nikes. But it was still a, a That's product. not innovation. Well, what is innovation? Innovation is taking the things that we have, whether it be a whatever microchip and making it into something new. All right. Innovation is taking pieces of other things that we right. have and creating something new that we've never seen before. That's that's my definition. Innovation right. is creating a self-tying shoe. That's, I mean, it... Innovation is creating a car that parks itself. Okay, but I think that's Innovation right? is not when you take a sneaker that was formulated off of a Bo Jackson and an Air Max and putting it together and saying Red October. So you're tying innovation to, to functionality and I respect that. I, that is innovation. That, that, I mean, you guys get this the best, right? Like, that's the person that it says they decided to be a designer like the next day. Like, they don't get a chance to innovate because they just can't, right? They don't even right. have the thought process to understand how to innovate. Yeah, So, but he has the money to innovate. If he hires a team of innovators, i.e. those companies we think that aren't hiring the right talent, if he knows who to bring on board, then yeah, he can innovate. But if he just has his homeboys and Don C makes these sneakers that like uh, decide to like, what's, not Don C, what's the dude's name with the, the off-white, what's his name? Virgil. Oh, Virgil. Yeah, it decides to make his sneakers look like cricket. That's not innovation. <laughs> Put zip ties on the yeah, shit. Yeah, it's like <laughs> zip on, ties like, <laughs> and you want to change the laces and... You that's know, not talent. That's not talent. That's yeah. don't get me wrong. I I think what they're doing for the culture is great, but I don't think that's innovation. It's not, and it's not really pushing the culture forward for the youth. Okay. No, it's let it's giving them a lower barrier to entry. 
It's like, okay, guys, if you think that uh, a, a zip tie is going to, like, make something look cool, or you can put a zip tie on a T-shirt, and now you got a brand new line. Right. Yeah, I'm just waiting, waiting for Off Black to come. Who's got Off Black coming? Get out of here. Off Black. We should drop that. I wanted to die. It's like a whole parody of how stupid everything else looks. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to die. Let's call it Off Stupid. <laughs> well, I think it's our time, guys. This was awesome. No, this is cool. I think third or fourth charm's charm. Wow. Episode one in the books. Yeah. <laughs> Episode 1.3. 1. 1.3. 1. Right. I like that. Episode, we should call it episode 1.3. I like that. And the what next one will be two. Officially two. We're not going to pull this iPhone shit, right? What you mean? Oh, yeah. Episode right. X? Two S. <laughs> 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 I don't know. We'll figure it out. But everyone, I'm Chad. It's B. Thomas. Thank you. We'll talk to you guys. Holla. <laughs>